Hello and welcome to the Stress Sessions podcast. I'm your host Luke and today I'm speaking to dancer turned model Grace Denny about the cutthroat industry of modelling. During our chat, Grace and I also discussed trolling on social media, how she capes when she's feeling particularly anxious, her love of human psychology and my short-lived modelling career, but more of that later on. Grace has already had a really successful career and since initially training as a professional dancer in ballet and contemporary dance, she's gone on to work with some amazing brands like Nike, ASOS, Time Out and even on Vogue. She's also acted in TV shows Drifters and Holby City and has even been Ellie Golding's body double in one of her music videos. This is Series 3, Episode 2 of The Stress Sessions with Grace Denny. Nervous or are you okay? I'm all right now. Once I get on to when I'm on something, I'm fine. It's the build up, the anticipation, you know? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. I've not done this before, but the first thing that I'm going to do is ask you what is the one song that puts you in a really good, happy, positive mood? Um, Hang on. I need to find out who it's by. I know the song. It's called Song Sale, A Well Nation. Is that how you oh, say? Oh yeah, yeah. That's empowering yeah, yeah. to me. I don't know what it is about that song. Even trait. When anyway, we we'll talk about this when, when we talk about it, right? Yeah. So yeah. No, I love that song. You love that song. I don't know why. It just gets me. I guess to kick off with, just tell me a little bit about you. What do you do? So originally I was a dancer, so I went to um, dance school in London, I went to Laban and I was, well before that I was doing ballet since I was tiny really and um, I was really shy when I was little and then I was put into ballet and I was really good (laughs) and I think I found something that I was really good at and um, and before that I hadn't really, there's nothing which set me alight you know, so anyway I was really good at it. And when you're good at something, I think you think, oh, I can do this. So anyway, I was put up into the class above me or whatever, because I was just naturally had a talent for it. And then got really confident because I felt, I think, you know, when you're good at something, just gained confidence. And then it went from there, really. And um, so I was originally a dancer. I was dancing, auditioning, going to loads of um, uh, dance auditions in London um did was professional dancer for a couple of years and then naturally progressed into modeling I got um I was like seen by I think that was like I did a few um dance jobs which were like they were looking for models but they wanted dancers and um because basically dancers know how to use their body so I think that's what the positive side was although I wasn't setting out to be a model because of obviously the experience from the dancing it gave me a good awareness of my body and for photo shoots that's really good because a lot of models are beautiful girls but they don't know how they don't know their angles they don't know how to move their body 
So I think that's what gave me an edge in a weird way. <laughs> so yeah, I got a few um, like modelly dance jobs. And then from then on, yeah, I just um, went into, was like, oh, I can do this. Um, got this, actually, to be fair, it wasn't straight away like that. My, I remember my first job, I originally didn't get the job, but someone else got the job, but we had to, it was like a Bond girl thing. We had to swim oh, okay. on yeah, we had to swim underwater with a full oh, face wow. and make it look glamorous. And um, I remember thinking, well, how am I going to do this? Um, yeah, I was like, how am I supposed to not be like drowning and then be like glamorous, sexy bongo, but like swimming underwater. They had the camera under there and everything. Anyway, so the girl who was meant to do it had an earache so she, or something. She couldn't do it. So I was kind of like sloppy seconds, but I was like, I'll take it. I remember <laughs> doing it. That was my first paid job. And I walked away just thinking, oh my God, I just got paid to do something I like love. And I got such a buzz for it. And then, yeah, just went off from there really. Like, I think with the industry, you if you're, if you're a good person, you're excited to get to work, you're not a diva, you do a good job, you know, the word spreads and then you get work from like, like you know, word of mouth, like people want to work with you again. And um, yeah, having a good attitude is important. There's so many models who um, have terrible attitudes. <laughs> mm. And I guess it's quite a cutthroat industry, isn't it? So you you must get put under all right. kinds of pressure to just sort of, I mean, I mean, look good and... Yeah, yeah, massive pressure. I mean, coming from a dance background, I, I was kind of quite used to it anyway, because you're judged by your body. And... Mm. Um, I am when I don't know when you're a teenage girl like you know your body hasn't settled you know your hormones are everywhere and um it's really cutthroat yeah it's a brutal industry um and being so good at ballet as well and then maybe not having like naturally the the physique that some of the other girls have but then having like the talent sometimes you know they you'll have a teacher who's like oh you need to lose weight or your legs are too big or your thighs are too big, Grace. And um, you're like, oh my God, this is me. What am I supposed to do? And like, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a cutthroat, but it's taught me a lot. And then going into modeling, I feel like I did, had built a bit of a thick skin from it because I was quite used to being told how I'm supposed to look or be a certain way. And I think you've just got to, um, well, take criticism, but also rejection don't take it to heart kind of thing like if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be it's find something else next <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's a really good way to look at it to be honest, because I know absolutely nothing about dance nothing about modeling yeah. so dance sounds ridiculous but all I know is step up so I love step up yeah <laughs> just based on kind of interviews that I've watched and things that I've read it's it just seems like a really sort of both competitive and just you're it's it's just like you against the world so you must have to kind of like toughen up and just grow up quite quickly I guess yeah you do and um I'm quite a competitive person though so I like thrive off those kind of environments in a weird way because like deep down I don't actually think I'm I mean I am kind of confident but I think I like the thought of being a part or like all my life I've done dancing I did singing acting from a young age um that was what I was into like I loved it I was obsessed (laughs) so like I love the thought of like going into a room and maybe not being yourself you know for a couple of hours and then it's Mm. like 
mask so in a weird way that's how I deal with it I think oh it's not actually Grace Denny it's like you know someone who's sassier <laughs> you know someone who's cooler someone who's sassier and like you just got to kind of own the room um but yeah it's hard I mean I've worked with really cool brands and um like I'm really happy with how things have gone so far but um yeah it's it's a cutthroat industry and um you've just got to always be on working hard on top of your game like look after yourself look after your body yeah I don't think there's any such there's no such thing as success without rejection you just got to use it spur you on even more so when someone says I remember at the beginning people were I had girlfriends and um people who I knew who were like oh so do you think you're a model like like do you think you're this is when I was first starting out and you can let it get to you or you can just I just use it to think I'm going to show you <laughs> do you know what I mean like even if it, deep inside I'm like oh my god yeah do I think I'm a model like who the hell do I think I am then it's like no you, if you want to do something in life you need to go and just do it because if it doesn't work out it's not the end of the world you'll find something else but you'll always regret not trying and um yeah oh I've been rejected so much like honestly so many times no 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 I just don't let it stop me now honestly I just think oh that's all right I'm not meant for you you're not meant for me next (laughs) I think you have to be a certain type of person though to kind of get past those hurdles in a way because if if you're in a career I mean most most careers you do face rejection I suppose but in in that particular industry you like you said you do face quite a lot of rejection but going back to when you said about your friends saying oh you you do think you can be a model mm. a lot of people would have doubt creep into their minds wouldn't they oh, instantly well I did I had so much doubt I was like what am I doing and then I don't know I just think like I never had a role model when I was younger like I didn't know any models I didn't have anyone to look up to to say like keep going like just have belief in yourself I honestly think like part of the problem which holds people back is just not having belief in yourself and you've got to remember like no one else is going to do it for you and everyone any industry people are going to doubt you and not think oh they can't do this but you just prove them wrong like and or do something else and then I don't know I just think you can't listen to what other people say because people are going to judge you no matter what you do honestly like so you may as well have a go and do what you love because and make yourself happy you know if you're really passionate about what you do and you love doing what you do you really keep matter going... the outcome, does it no, yeah exactly. no. so I was going to say that like so I at the end of the day I'm I'm happy because I'm having a go and I'm when when I was younger I was having a go you know and I was trying it out and got loads of no's but often no's lead you to yeses or changes your path and it's not where you necessarily think you're going to end up and honestly sometimes it can be better but as long as you're doing what you love then no people can say whatever they want it doesn't really matter you just got to literally shut them out and also I think if people do do that to you then they're not your people I think you've got to as I've got older anyway I had so many girlfriends who i just not friends with anymore because mm. you know, they, as, as I said before they'd be like oh do you think you're a model or do you think you're this or do you think you're that I remember I got this amazing job um I was a body double for Ellie Golding for this like Nike advert oh, wow. 
Mm. Yeah, it was one of my first really big jobs. And I was buzzing. I was like, oh my God. Like, and you wouldn't see my face because I was her body double. So you wouldn't even know it's me. But I got to do like really cool stunts and like, um, yeah, I was so for this Nike advert. And I remember getting the job and telling my really good friend, like best friend at the time. And she just got um, like a job promotion as like a lawyer or something. And she was so unexcited for me. And I was like, for her, like I got her a card and I was like, oh my God, let's celebrate. And then mm. it made me realize, you know, I was like, oh, you're not really my best friend. Like, cause that's not how friends behave. Like women, men, we all need to support each other. That's what it's all about. Even if some, my friend was like, I want to be an astronaut. I'd be like, go and do it. Like, honestly, you could do what you want in life. Like you just have to go for it and take the steps to figure out how you're going to do it. I think it's an age thing that comes with age, right? When you're younger, you've got all these friends everywhere and, and it's amazing. But it's as you get older, you realise who's really there for you. And especially mm-hmm. for me anyway, from starting from like nothing, not having any role model, not knowing what I'm doing. Like you remember the people who were there from you from the, with you from the beginning, you know? And you don't, I'll never forget that. Like for me anyway, like someone who was there when I was, you know, nothing and they're still there for me now, then that's, do you know what I mean? They're your people. But yeah, as I was saying, I, I would, I just think it's, if anyone needed any help or anything like that, I, I didn't have anyone. So I would love to be able to like help young girls who want to get into the industry and they've got no confidence or they don't have belief in themselves. And I would just say, go for it. Cause you've got nothing to lose. The industry is changing now. Anyway, when mm. I was younger, starting out, it was all like, Cara Levine, tiny, teeny, tiny. And um, and I wasn't really, really tall and and like that small back back then at the time. So I was like, oh my God, how am I gonna do this? But now the industry's changing and it's all different shapes and sizes. Um, and it's great. Like I love it. It's more, more inclusive. It's really exciting. With with those sort of roles though, like you are very putting you're putting yourself out there, aren't you? For open yourself up for criticism and people to judge you that would make me really really anxious and I think when whenever I so doing these podcasts make me anxious when I put them out there because I'm like oh people might think oh why why does he speak like that he looks or sounds ridiculous is there anything that you that personally makes you naturally anxious or do you oh my gosh so much so um I mean being a model I think people think that you're really confident and probably that you love yourself a bit like I get mm. I don't know I think people must think that people that girls that these models just love themselves and like have so much confidence and the funniest thing is it couldn't be further from the truth it's like like honestly the pressure is quite a lot but then also you got to remember like we have like hair and makeup and like you know your angles and it's an amazing cameraman it's a, or photographer sorry and it's an amazing makeup artist amazing hairstylist you're not really like you know you're looking at your best kind of thing so there's so much pressure because then I mean I'm just a normal girl at the end of the day so when I walk in a room just me going to the gym and there's a lot of pressure because you think oh like they think oh she's a model like she thinks this about herself she thinks that or they're looking about how you look all the time and god she doesn't look very good today or god what's her skin look like but I just think recently I've got better so much better with this I was really bad before I did get really anxious about it 
people mm. judging me all the time I used to worry I'd be like oh my god they think this they think that actually I think you've got to remember that people don't really think that much about you like it's you that thinks about you you know and if mm. they do it's probably for two split seconds of their day and um yeah I mean what's unless it's someone you really love and care about and who supports you then it doesn't really matter what other people think you know it's just I think I'm trying to still work on this so much because I recently well like a month ago I got so much hate in my inbox on Instagram oh really yeah I got had like two I don't know if they were troll accounts because they didn't have like a face obviously they never do these people do they Mm. but um yeah it's like sending me really awful messages and um yeah i I sound like I'm like quite thick skin, but it really got to me. I, I was actually quite upset for like a few days. So I was like, why do, why do they think this? Or, you know, why are they saying these things? And it was quite threatening, some of them. Mm. And, um, but I think you've just got to, what I do now anyway is, um, I just think I feel a bit sorry for them because I'm like, oh, they're obviously troubled to to send some someone such horrible things. Maybe it's not about me. Maybe they're, troubled in some way and I just Mm. it sounds really sad but you've got to send love because it's it's like if you got to you just if you don't like someone you just unfollow or you keep swiping you know that's what you should do or think in your head oh what an idiot and then yeah keep swiping (laughs) I'm sure people do that to me all the time but um yeah I think when you get criticism or like really nasty comments I don't know block (laughs) block and next (laughs) Yeah, otherwise, I mean, I... otherwise you let it get to you and you start overanalyzing yourself, you know. I do that anyway. I'm such a perfectionist. It's like a curse, blessing and a curse. Like, so, such a perfectionist. I'll see like the tiniest fault in something that's like pretty perfect. And I'll be like, no, it's not good enough. And it's just my personality and how I've been brought up, I think. But um, yeah, like, we should be kinder to ourselves, you know, like, <laughs> give yourself a break and don't listen to any haters, that's for sure. Well, so when you get those sort of messages, though, does how does it make you feel? Because, I mean, the the person that's probably sending that are probably thinking, "Oh, she's she's at the top of her game. This she won't even read this." Probably that's probably what they're thinking. But then, like, if if you're reading that and it's like threatening or hateful in some way, it makes you feel like shit. Yeah, one guy was like, kept saying like, you're so you're so manly looking, you're so muscly, because I do like lots of fitness stuff now. I've been working mm. with like fitness brands because just my natural body type is like quite athletic. So I'm working with really cool brands, um, like fitness, and then I weight train. I've got into weight training like the last year, I've got an amazing trainer, Maldine, and he trains me. And then, um, yes, I got this like hater being like, you're so manly, your body's so muscly and stuff like that. And I just felt, I, for a minute, I did. I was like, am I manly? <laughs> like, oh, am no. I like that? Mm. And, I, and I was like, it really got to me. But it's rubbish. It's all bullshit. It's just someone on their keypad you know, an anonymous face. They probably would never say this to your face, you know. I don't know yeah. if it's stemmed from, like, hatred or jealousy. I just think, honestly, people are unhappy with their own lives for them to then, they, and they project it onto you. And, um, yeah, I think from, obviously, life photos and things like that, maybe you don't always see my personality. 
Um, so it's easy to just think, oh, she's a robot. She doesn't have feelings. And really, I'm at home and I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, And yeah. the thing is, the, the, the flip side of that is if you did, so like, for instance, you post quite like, like funny videos, didn't you? Like on, on Instagram <laughs> stories. And on the flip side of that, people be like, oh, she's not behaving properly. Like she's not, you yeah. know, you're not being professional. And you know, you're like, how can I win? And I think it must be a bit like that in your industry, I guess. In the scooter video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I posted a video of like me and my sister, like on a scooter being really silly. But anyway, um, I've got better with it because I used to find it really hard to to find the line between because I am my own brand like I am my business like so I used to find it really hard to show my actual grace Denny actual grace who I am every day but actually people like that that's what people want to see they don't they love like seeing the candid shots of you laughing behind the scenes and the not so perfect pictures of you you know not just in the studio but when the photographer catches you like absolutely creasing I always get like people they actually really like that and like they then it makes me think oh they that's nice you know because they prefer to see the real you not the perfection side like flawless looking you know all made up and stuff so that's quite nice because you realize actually I'm gonna post more about myself I'm gonna be more real be more authentic and that just makes you feel so good because that's all you can be is your authentic self otherwise just living a lie aren't you really <laughs> when people post I guess professional photos and then like something a bit more fun I think that's nice because it you do get to see the real you I think yeah I mean it's hard like you want to show both sides I think now I don't take Instagram as seriously as I used to um I think it's nice to have a bit of fun with it these days you know um especially as I post like a lot of fitness and training stuff now and I don't look good doing that, you know, that like I'm sweating, <laughs> lifting really heavy weights and the facial expressions are not always, you know, picture perfect. So um, it's hard to, to, <laughs> to show that, you know, so that's like more real. I think it's difficult to kind of find that balance between what you do and what sort of content you do and don't post though, because it's, it's like with my page, I always think oh, I should just be posting about mental health stuff, but I'm not. I have I, I don't feel constantly depressed and I don't feel con- consciously yeah. anxious so I'm a bit like I do actually have fun sometimes I'm not like this guy that is an emotional mess do you know what I mean like I, I think I, you, you've set up this amazing podcast it's like really inspiring oh thank you That's, that means a lot thank you it's, it's so um, inspiring honestly like and I'm like um yeah any do you know what I just think if it's going to help anyone with mental health or if listening to me is going to help any young girls out there who want to be like aspiring models actually go for it or if they want to talk about confidence or how I dealt with things if that helps anyone then how amazing is that (laughs) when I was growing up like and I wanted I was doing my modeling um like there was so many times when I was so down I remember at dance school I was so down about my body, about this, about that. I wanted to be the best. I was so competitive. Mm. And you can imagine all the other girls are exactly the same. And um, I would get down. But back then, I didn't really know what what being depressed was. You know, like, it was more like, come on, Grace, get your shit together. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't be down for days. And you don't, 
whereas now it's like you can see that it's actually a mental illness and people can you need to take it way more seriously than people were when I was younger so I kind of had to deal with it in my own way and find coping mechanisms but it's so good now that people are openly talking about it so I think with you it's just so good that you're even creating awareness and you don't come across as you know just talking about you know how sad you are or anything you're like showing like the good you know and how like people can overcome anxiety and depression and what other people do to do that uh, that's and, but I think that's the it's kind of like the perception that people have on mental illness isn't it so I think that a lot of people are like people that haven't suffered from mental illness or haven't realized that they have are a bit like get on like a lot of people still are like yeah, I'll just get, get on, on with it, it. like That's fine. Just yeah get on with it. Yeah, but it's it's not like that. It's you, you do have good days, good days. You have bad days, and yeah. like I said, like I, I, I have, I still do have bad days. I go to counselling, and I, I rely a lot on my wife, and my wife suffers from it as well. So it's a bit like it's not it's not fun. But then on the flip side of that, we do have some really great times as well. So I think that the what I'm trying to do is just get that across that it's not all about being sad and it's not kind of all negative it's actually like just accepting who you are and then accepting other people for who they are as well so it's just yes yeah, it's, it's it's been interesting I also think it's like when you do feel um I don't get anxiety I get really nervous and like mm. I don't know if it would be classed as anxiety, anxiety but I do get really nervous and can't sleep sometimes because I've got like a job coming up and I've got to like look a certain way or I need to be training to you know I don't I've got to wear a certain like underwear or something and it's quite a lot of pressure but um I think if you can recognize your emotion and think like wow oh I feel really sad or really anxious or really depressed then the first step is kind of like realizing that and then that's okay like to start with and second of all is thinking okay instead of just leaving it and just like you know carrying on like this putting into action like what can I do to make myself feel better you know like why am I feeling like this maybe it's because I'm not fulfilling my purpose or what I want to do in life and then what can you do then to be like well what will what what steps can I take to then change that you know you said you had you you kind of might have had depression when you were younger and that there was nothing in place really for you to kind of seek help with like how did you kind of pull yourself out of that phase and because you sort of said oh I felt not great for a couple of days but then I sort of just sort of had to talk to myself and it, it was a bit bad what did you kind of do at that sort of time so I'm um I'm like quite a big reader like I don't know I, I always look for answers in books or the beauty about us now is you literally there's an answer for everything like you literally go onto google and type in like why do I feel this way and like things will come up or go on youtube there's books I love um psychology so for me what helped me was learning about human psychology. And there's this, um, I'm obsessed with this author called Robert Greene. And he studies, oh, okay. yes, he's amazing. He um, he studies like human behavior and human psychology. And um, that really helped me because he also talks about like the dark side of human nature. And like, you know, like when we're feeling down and like maybe like dark thoughts and things like that. And um he talks about as well how people would project their kind of thing onto you um, and which can make you like a, a certain kind of way or 
And that, anyway, just so learning about human psychology for me has really helped me because it's helped me understand why I sometimes why I feel a certain way and also why other people are, like behave the way that they do. Mm. Um, so I think books, um, exercise, like that's my thing. Literally exercise is my therapy. So I just like to keep fit. Like if I feel good in myself, I feel like that's halfway, I'm halfway there, you know, like mentally no matter how my day goes, if I do a workout, I just think, oh, I've achieved something today, even if that's it. So yeah, keeping physically fit is really important to me. Obviously part of my job as well, but even if it wasn't my job, yeah, literally, but even if it wasn't my job, I think it's just really important to just force yourself, even if (laughs) you don't feel like it, because everyone says to me, Grace, how have you got so much energy? How have you got so much motivation? And I'm like, I don't, like, I literally wake up some days like, I don't think of anything worse than doing a workout. Like, I just want to chill. I don't want to do anything, but it's just the discipline. I just, I just, I'm disciplined with myself. So I make, I just make myself do it. And even if it's not like a crazy workout, is it just going for a walk or doing some Pilates? I love Pilates as well. Or even just putting like a huge on YouTube now, they've got like, um, They've actually got like ballet classes that I did the other day, like really cool bar classes and ballet classes. Oh, okay. At home, yeah. Like, so I think it's just finding something that you enjoy. Um, and then exercise like takes you out of your head a bit, you know, like mm-hmm. for me anyway, I find like I'm always such an overthinker. My mind is a billion miles an hour. Like I talk really fast as well, so I try and slow down. <laughs> but um, yeah, like my mind goes a million miles an hour. Like, so I find that exercise really makes me chilled out and I can think more rationally afterwards as well and be like it's not the end of the world you know and also you get such a buzz from it putting that routine as well like you said is is massive because I think once you so if you if you if you're thinking of doing something you're like oh I want to do a a distance run or I want to lift this weight or something like that if you kind of put that routine in and set yourself that target you do kind of yeah I have to do it my basically my life depends on it (laughs) I love that yeah I think it's literally about setting yourself goals and then you have a purpose especially in lockdown at the moment like I think if you're literally waking up and I don't know say you've been furloughed and you're like what do I do like or if you're you can't work or whatever's going on give yourself like little goals mini goals and it gives you a purpose for the day and then you feel good afterwards if you've achieved it or if you've even made some sort of progress. Um, makes you feel better. Like you said, you're like, I want to do this. Like, I want to I want to, <laughs> I get it to the end, finish it to the end. But yeah, I'm quite a competitive person. So that really helps me. And as you said, like creating habits is so important because like motivation is not always going to be there. You're not going to wake up every mm. single day, anything but you're not going to be motivated but like, if you can create like good habits, there's a book actually, Atomic Habits, I love it, by James James Clear, I think it is. And he says like, basically, so we all crave like short-term rewards. So like, well, you know, when you're starving and you just want to eat that donut or like chocolate mm. bar, something like that, then it's going to make, that's a short-term reward. But in the long term, it's not going to make you feel great. So what we should be aiming for, this is what the book says, is long-term rewards such as 
doing that workout that you really don't want to do like rather die <laughs> do you know what I mean then you're like oh but then afterwards you feel good and then after a week you feel even better and after two weeks you feel amazing and so I think it's from reading this is what I've learned anyway that's what's really helped me so I'm like in my head I'm like okay well don't go for the short-term reward create the long-term reward because you're going to feel so good like in your general mm. like life as opposed to like feeling good in that moment and then feeling awful um, later down the line. So how do you kind of keep yourself motivated? Because I know I struggle really badly with yeah. if I haven't got that routine in place myself. Yeah. I'll, I'll then get into a rut where I don't, I'm in a bad routine. So at the moment I, yeah. I, I'm a runner. So I do a lot of running. I do used you? to do CrossFit. Yeah. I used to do CrossFit about four years ago. Um, yeah. and I, I stopped doing it because I broke my wrist it's really annoying um oh. and playing football <laughs> it, was, it was so so basically I was really into my CrossFit for like a year um and then I went in goal playing football and I saved the shot and it pushed my wrist back so it broke my wrist and I was out for eight months oh my god and I couldn't I couldn't do any lifting at the time so it just and, and I haven't done CrossFit ever since so it's one of those things where I'm a bit like oh, I'd love to go back to it but I'd be probably back to the beginning again which is really annoying but that's the thing what's wrong with that you know is there something wrong with that I don't think there is like start from the beginning mm-hmm. you know I don't know I think it's that um basically it's that other thing as well like if you always want to wait till you're ready you'll never be ready like I used to do this all the time I'd be like oh I don't want to apply for that I won't go for that job because my body doesn't look right right now or um I don't want to you know I don't feel good or like you know, you're just never ready sometimes to do something where you don't want to talk to that person because your hair doesn't look good or something. I don't know, like whatever it is. But if you wait till you're ready for anything, I just think you'll never be ready. So you just have to just like, literally, I always get really fearful of things. But every time I'm fearful of something, it's because it's outside my comfort zone. I've Mm. noticed anyway. And then if I do do it, the feeling afterwards is like it's elation because you've conquered something that you were so fearful of and that's why um that's why you don't want to you know what I mean you don't want to do it but when you do do it you're like oh my god I, I can do that and and then you're like why was I even so worried but I, I've got this trick I do <laughs> so um it's from the book I think it's from the book I, can't, I read it in a book I think it might be the atomic habits so it's the two second rule so when I don't want to when you don't want to work out you don't want to do it you literally, so I'll do like 10 squats, like, mm. and I'll just be like, okay, I'll do 10 squats and I'll do two burpees. And then it sounds weird, but you always end up doing a bit more. Like, oh, <laughs> you okay. get going, yeah. you know? And then also I do little things like, say I know I'm training in the morning, I'll put like my leg, my gym leg is like right next to my bed. So I literally just like whip them on. Like, you know, like simple things like that. Yeah. Or is it yeah. fasting for clothes? I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that today. Like, You'll never do it. So it's just like kind of like setting yourself up to do something. So just making things easier for your future self, if that makes sense. So I'll literally put my gym leggings by my bed if I live in them anyway. But I'll like, you're more inclined to exercise, you know, if you put it on in the morning, then you're more inclined to do things like that. Or like, I don't know. I just think whenever I'm really, I think, what do I really want to do? This is nothing to do with exercise, but if I really want something in life, and then, but then you're really fearful, then you're not going to get what you want, are you? So you may as well just have a go. No. The worst case scenario is it doesn't work. 
like you know and all like I think I said it before but all the most successful people in life that have failed like to be successful you need to fail like I think that's about me anyway in the past when I look at all the things that didn't work out it's like character building you build strength from it you learn so much more when things don't work out than sometimes when they do because then you're mm-hmm. next time you're like oh I know how to do that now I know how it works so get back to CrossFit <laughs> when it's open it's the thing is that is, the, do you know what the thing that, that scares me the most though is that I I'd got to the point where I wasn't one of the worst people so I'd actually got quite good at it and if I went back to it now I would be the worst person in the room and that's what What's that's the thing that? that's, there's nothing wrong with that I don't like being bad at stuff <laughs> I know I get you I totally get that but do you know what I think as well it's really good to it sounds weird but if you turn it on its head it's not kind of cool to be the worst person in the room because you can learn so much from everyone else whereas when yeah. you're the best person in the room there's nothing to learn like you can't you can't get better you can't escalate you're not going to elevate your life when you're the biggest fish in the pond Whereas if you're the smallest, you can learn off everyone else. And that's when you feel growth. And that's when you can look back and be like, my God, I've come like, I've learned so much or I've come so far. And like, I've achieved quite a lot and you can shock yourself with it. Whereas if you're like the best already, I just don't think that's not as fulfilling, is it? Yeah, that's true. And I suppose when you do achieve those little goals that you set out for yourself, it feels even better because... You, you doubted yourself to begin with and if you do achieve them it's it's like more fulfilling yeah and if you never if you don't do it then you'll never you'll never do anything you like you know yeah <laughs> doing the easy <laughs> stuff in life like you'll never like do anything that you really want to do because everything's hard in the beginning like ev- no one tells you this do they like you no. think people who are successful you think like oh you know they just happened overnight or um they got lucky and like that drives me mad because maybe some people did or but most of the time it's not luck it's hard work and it's like all the tiny little baby steps that no one sees that that's got you to where you're at because Mm -hmm. going back to it like I've had so many failures so much rejection so many people like slamming the door in my face but I just keep knocking on the doors, you know, keep trying, keep doing my best. And um, in the end, you'll get somewhere, someone will open the door for you. And then you want to think, oh, that's the right path for me. That's where I'm going to be. So you spoke about surrounding yourself with good people. Have you ever had to like kind of deal with anybody that's had like a mental illness that's been like quite close to you and you've had to kind of help them out because... I think that a lot of people so before before I sort of figured out that I had a mental illness I I I wouldn't I didn't not believe in it but I kind of didn't really understand it at all until I had it myself it's one I I feel like it's one of those things where you don't fully understand it until you felt anxiety or been depressed or something like that have you had to kind of support anybody in your life before yeah so my sister, she is 18 and um, she gets really bad anxiety, like really mm-hmm. bad attacks. So um, when she was younger, um, something happened to her. Like, So my mum was like, oh, can you go get something from the shop for me? 
and she went down to the shop to get her like I don't know whatever she needed to get and then um this guy touched her like inappropriately um Mm. in the shop and she just freaked out and ever since then she's never really that's what started it all so she doesn't feel comfortable in like um big spaces with like public spaces with lots of people so you know we're going to a restaurant one time I think we're going to like Wagamama's or something Mm. and um walked in and she was like I can't like I can't be in here and she gets really really bad anxiety and I've seen it like and I know what you mean like if you don't if you haven't witnessed it or if you don't know anyone if you haven't had it yourself some people might think you know I'm just making this up or it's not real but it's so serious because I can see she goes white as a sheet and she's just not herself and I'm like I'm like get her out of there like let's go somewhere else immediately but also like just like it's fine like we're fine I'm with you like I'm very protective she's very protective of me actually it's just very like, I love her she's so cute of me mm. but we're very protective of each other and um I'm like I just have to reassure her it's okay but I've asked her actually before I came to speak to you I said what do you do um for your like to ease to help with your anxiety and hers is music she's really into her music oh, okay. so she, yeah yeah she's Get, that's literally what's got her through she listens to music like um upbeat songs and um she said every day it's her lifesaver so that's another one I guess like if you love your music that can get you through really difficult situations I get that as well music is I, th- I think for me music's really a really emotive thing so it'll really like so if I'm on a run it'll make me it would like spur me on to do have a good run sort of thing yeah and at the same time if I hear a song that I'm it kind of brings me back to something that's happened in my life that wasn't so good I get quite emotional about it yeah so I th- yeah but music is a very emotive thing I think but I could yeah it's it's yeah it has got me through get those tunes going you know <laughs> yeah yeah mine's movement a hundred percent like I need to move my body I I even Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, what can I do today? If I feel in a slump, I'm like, right, get up, do something, move your body. I guess it's from being a dancer, I don't know. It's just therapy to me. I love it. Like, it gets my like, endorphins going, my heart rate going. Mm. and just makes me feel so much better. Um, and yeah, my mind goes off. I'm concentrating on something else and not my thoughts for once, you know? I'm trying to think of that technique and things like that. How do you personally think we can beat the stigmas around mental health? Well, I think, first of all, it's awareness. I think like people like people like you, like what you're doing is amazing. Like, I've never, I would never normally do something like this, but um, I'm so pro like helping anyone I can who feels, if it just helps like someone to know that I, I was feeling like really crap. Like I feel crap sometimes, you know, even now, but um just to know that you're not alone and like there's other people out there going through the same thing as you but maybe they don't show it or I mean I don't think people would maybe necessarily think that I feel like you know feel really sad sometimes but I do and it's really normal I think it's like very natural to feel down that's just life it's just how you pick yourself back up and what we can do and support each other um so yeah creating awareness um 
there's amazing helplines now isn't there that you can call if you are feeling really really like you can't cope it's all about helping each other and they say like and I was reading in this book that um after like love food sex all the things we like want in life or whatever like finding a partner um keeping fit and stuff the most the second thing that everyone craves is human interaction so being mm-hmm. feeling like a part of something um is really important and I think that's is so is what we need for mental health like we need to help each other we need to to unite and know that you're not alone and if anyone does want to reach out to me or to you then they can do even if it's just to have a chat and be like you can do this you know yeah I mean and it's it's good to be like that as well because I'd like to think that if the shoe was on the other foot and I was struggling people would reach out to me and say look come and have a chat or let me help in some way I think it's and I think it's in human nature as well to help each other out in that respect because you do kind of feel quite empathetic towards Mm -hmm. people so it's yes it's it's, it's just a nice way to be I think yeah you see people doing well and you just think oh they're just oh they won't understand you know then they haven't gone through what I'm going through and it's like actually everyone I think most people have been low you know you've got to get you've got to go to sink to the bottom to get to the top sometimes yeah like no one sets out at the top trust me like it takes ages like I don't even know it's tiny baby steps and like god I've got such a long way to go but um yeah I just think we're all in it together really we're all in the same boat and we all just need to support each other I've done like a little quick fire round of questions and they're just stupid little questions (laughs) <laughs> no, I'll just I'll just ask you them. So the first one is cats or dogs? Dogs. Phone call or text message? Phone call. City break or beach holiday? Beach holiday. Bath or shower? Oh, love a bath. Plan ahead or take each day as it comes? Take each day as it comes. I know the answer to this one already. A good book or a good film? Oh, I don't know, you know. Oh. I do love films. I'll say book though, yeah, book. And then the final one is modelling or dancing. <gasps> How can you do that to me? Okay, so I should say modelling, but there's nothing like being on stage and dancing your heart away. There's like no feeling like it. And um dancing. 100%. I didn't expect that. Didn't, I really I didn't expect that. I'll be honest with you. I don't feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I don't really understand how I'm a model, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like I was a dancer. That's where I started. You know, it's my roots. It's where, what I, it's what I was really good at. It's my, ta- it was my talent. And then, I don't know, I just went down a different pathway. Um, but if I go, if I was to go back, I would pursue it harder, I think. But um, I'm happy where I'm at now. But yeah I think dancing actually which I can't believe I'm saying that but yeah dancing Dancing makes you feel so much better if you put a good song on dance change your whole mental state (laughs) yeah that's true no I I agree with that but I can't say I've done modeling before so (laughs) we'll get you on a shoot (laughs) 
I, do you know what? I've there is a story behind a muddling thing, but I won't tell okay. it now because it's it's okay. so. So, do you remember the shop Bank? Yes. Do you remember again? Like nobody remembers this. They they ran a competition of Face of Bank. Yeah. About ten, eleven years ago, and I went in for it, and I came fifth, and that's like my yeah. I think the I think the only reason was I had a good photo, and. I got so many people to vote for me because it was like a voting system online. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I was li- so, so I was like one of the reps at my, at my uni at the time. And I was like, everybody vote for me, blah, blah, blah. Like, cause you, I think you won like a year's modeling contract with bank or something like that. And I was like, it'd just be hilarious because like, you just wouldn't expect me to do that. But I, I was, I, you know, when you're like, I could genuinely do this. And I got into that place where I was like, yeah, I can do this. And I came fifth and I didn't win, but it was, it was quite, oh. yeah, it's quite a good little experience. Yeah. Who did Hi. that? I said you were robbed. You should have come first. <laughs> no, the guy it. that won it, the guy that won it yeah. did look like a model. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. He, um, he looked like way better model, model material than what I did. So, yeah, fair play to him. And that's that's where my mod- modelling career ended. Nothing wrong with, <laughs> it. Wrong with it at all. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on grace i really appreciate it and yeah keep in touch and yeah lovely thank speaking you so to much you. for having me thank you that's okay i'll <laughs> speak to you soon yeah definitely all right see you later see you later thank you bye bye Thank you so much to Grace for coming on the Stress Sessions. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please share it with friends, family or anyone you think it might help. If you're feeling particularly generous, you can even subscribe and download the rest of the episodes. On a side note, I'm not a mental health professional, nor are any of the guests that come on my show. These podcasts are purely based on my own personal experiences and those of my guests, alongside some simple hints and tips along the way. If you're suffering from a mental illness, I've included a link in the podcast recordings notes to some amazing charities that will be able to help you by offering professional advice. Thank you for listening and there's another episode coming up next Monday. So see you then. Bye.